0: Hello, hello, and welcome to Non-Technical, where I, your host, Alexis Gay, interview influential folks from tech, media, business, and beyond about everything except their resumes. Today on the show, I am so thrilled to say we have my friend Natasha Mascarenas, senior reporter at TechCrunch and podcaster on equity, though she's done a lot of other super impressive, really interesting things prior to that, which admittedly I'm not gonna ask her that much about. Natasha, thank you so much for being here.
1: Oh my God, thank you. This is such an honor. I've been listening to the show forever and listening to you forever. Too kind, but I'm a
0: huge fan of yours as well. So it's just a big old mutual admiration society up here today.
1: I know I'm like nervous because I feel like I'm gonna tell you either nothing interesting or all my secrets. <laughs>
0: Oh, like well, no I one do between. have a preference between the two, but I'll let you decide.
1: <laughs> okay. Perfect. Perfect. This episode Are of you ready to dive in? Is brought Let's, do to you it. By
0: me. Let's do it. I'm just a girl standing in front of a podcast audience asking you to sign up for my email list to stay tuned for upcoming stand-up shows and other exciting announcements. I promise to only email you when I have something important to say. Trust me. I don't want any extra email either. You can sign up now at bit.ly slash hello from Alexis. That's b i t . l y slash hello from Alexis. Natasha Mascareñas is a senior reporter at TechCrunch and a Webby Award-winning podcaster on Equity, a startups and venture capital-focused podcast. She's also creator of the blog Too Wordy, which features her personal essays about everything other than tech. Proud SF transplant by way of suburban New Jersey and Boston. Natasha Mascareñas, welcome to Non Technical. I cannot believe it's happening. It's happening. Hello. I'm so happy to have you here. I am thrilled every time we get to chat. I've been on your podcast. It is only fair that you come on my
1: podcast. Oh my God, I know. I was gonna shoot my shot and you asked me before I even cut in. Ah, Oh my God, what an honor, (laughs) what an honor. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so happy to have you here.
0: You and I know each other from the internet, from twitter.com, I believe initially. That's right, isn't it?
1: Still exists, yeah. We, yeah. I think we DM'd in the heart of COVID Deep and we COVID. met on Zoom. <gasps> we did a Zoom chat. I forgot about that. That was so wholesome. That was it a was wholesome, so wholesome Zoom chat. And I feel like you were so like, let's just catch up, like no agenda. You know, I'm used to entering meetings. It's for a story. We leave with like a lead in head and it was just yes. like a nice refreshing reminder that you can meet just people and not yeah. not monetize it.
0: Yes. Isn't that amazing? I mean, we aren't technically monetizing this right now, but, but for those glorious 30 minutes, we did not monetize it.
1: I'm proud of us. That's hard to do in our world. Wow.
0: In this day and age. Well, it's really a delight to have you here. I'm going to start With a question that may or may not be challenging, curious to hear the answer, how did you spend your last day off? It's
1: kind of boring because my last day off was during the holidays.
0: That's okay. Tell me what you did and then tell me why you think it's boring.
1: I took the last two weeks of the year off, which I've never done. Love it. Because news never stops and that's the first Mm. thing they teach you in journalism school. But I took them off and I went to the Midwest to spend time with my boyfriend's family and then New Jersey to spend time with my family. Great. And- it just did a lot of reading and eating and sleeping. It was boring just because I didn't plan anything. I just kind of existed and remembered how to do that. Was it fun? It was so fun. Did you laugh it a lot fun. or was it restful? I don't know if I laughed a lot. I feel like it was, I disassociated. Okay. <laughs> that was it. I'm like, what was the word? Yeah, I just didn't.
0: You were a different person.
1: Yes. I wasn't on Twitter, which was like huge for me. Kind of existing through my day. And like, I think the most I would do every day was like, go to my neighborhood gym and like, go for a little jog and then sure. go home and just exist and read and I haven't picked up a book in forever and I picked up a yeah. book. What kind of book? First, I'm doing a lot of love stories right now.
0: I'm also really into love stories right now.
1: What do you think it is? I think it's, for me it's easier to read a love story than it is to read Atomic Habits, which everyone yes, I did love Atomic Habits. Do you recommend it? Yes, Cuz I'm I looking do. at it. Oh, I no. do recommend
0: it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. God, is there anything worse than someone recommending you a book? <laughs> like I can't be recommended a single additional book at this moment in time. I'm
1: no longer taking (laughs) recommendations. Please don't tell me. Do you know what I mean? I actually think if you recommend me the book, you should give me the book. You should just actually put it in my hand. Yes. Don't give me homework and then make me pursue the homework is how I feel. That's revolutionary okay,
0: interesting. That's food for thought. You know what I really like about what you just said is that it also raises the bar before someone is willing to make a recommendation. And sometimes I feel inundated by everybody's recommendations, but maybe it should be a little harder to make a recommendation.
1: You should pay me in order to refer something to me. I completely agree. To be fair, I am the person who's now doing book recommendations, but only to like my mom because I'm like. (laughs) Like, you know, our library is so small between the two of us. Like, I can just give you this book. Yes. Once every few months, we'll trade. It'll be yes. fine. I feel like my mom, I can't disappoint. Everyone else, like, that makes I'm sense. happy. Like, they can have their book. That makes
0: sense. I think I've recommended my mom every single book I've ever read <laughs> since I learned to read. Like, you have to read this. If you finish the book, you recommend You it. recommend it to your mom. That's the cycle of book recommendations. I do think we can take this one step further as well. If somebody is going to recommend a show to me, on a streaming service, I think they should give me their login.
1: Oh! What do you think about that? I don't disagree as someone who does not pay for any logins at the current moment. Not one? Not one. Oh, Natasha, I'm so jealous.
0: That's an incredible accomplishment. We should have put that in the bio. Yeah. (laughs) Natasha doesn't pay for a single streaming service.
1: I feel like sometimes you can controversially have someone's login even though you're not friends or like, no,
0: all. They're all in good standing. Yeah, they're all in good standing. That's incredible. I'm out here paying for every single service like an <laughs> idiot <laughs> by myself. I'm not splitting it with anyone. What I'll do every once in a while is I'll float the concept to a friend and be like, You watch Showtime? You like Showtime? And they're like, No, not really. I'm like, Cool, 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 cool. Never mind. Never, mind, never mind. Someday <laughs> I'm going to find somebody to split my Hulu with my Showtime add on. Am I Netflix? Oh, Am I HBO Max?
1: That is the dream. I feel like there was like a minute where there was almost like an app for that. Really? Some sort of like Reddit thread. I could have sworn I saw like. Yeah,
0: I think it's called match.com. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think that's how that works.
0: To talk I was like, it's a conspiracy, and you're like, it's actually a relationship. No, it's a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> that's the real love story we need. Girl seeks person to split this exorbitant streaming bill with. (laughs) Oh my God. You're probably spending like 80 bucks a month. I refuse to do the math. I didn't even hear the numbers you said. I can't, my brain won't take them in. (laughs) They don't count. So you're reading, you're into love stories right now. And I'm excited to hear that. Were you into love stories growing up or is this a new
1: thing? I was always into the beach romance, beach house of the summer by story and twilight obviously oh interesting It's like a moment for me but yeah i've always been into it i just was lying to myself the years uh-huh. in between that and now i'm like yeah. finally like i have nothing to prove i'll just read love.
0: i do know that sensation i think for a while i felt silly if i wanted to read a book that was a total beach read even though it's so fun why would we deny ourselves that fun?
1: I know. It's so, we're already reading instead of I know, watching. We're reading. Fun. Exactly.
0: <laughs> That's like eating your vegetables and someone's like, actually broccoli's not that healthy for you. It's like, shut up. I'm eating broccoli.
1: My dad does that. I'll be eating a plate full of zucchini or something. Mm. And he'll be like, you know, this niche Indian vegetable, yeah. is like really good for your blood. And I'm yeah. like, I'm already a vegetarian <laughs> eating. I barely drink. Yes. And I just get so mad. He eats I'm much more unhealthy than me, but then needs to add a vegetable to my plate. And I'm just, my blood's fine.
0: Yes. The, the blood is good. We've tested it. What love story are you reading right now?
1: I guess I almost just finished it. It's called It Starts With Us. <gasps> Have I heard of um, Probably heard of It Ends With Us. Oh. <laughs> is this related? Yeah. Is it the prequel? <laughs> Yeah, no, it's so it's, it, it's confusing. It, it ends with us is the first book, but it starts with us as the second book. Ugh. And it's a sequel that was written six years after it ends with us began. And it's I like really this. good. Okay. It's really I mean, I'll give you the book when I see you. Yes,
0: we're well, gonna have to because that's a new rule about making recommendations.
1: Exactly. It's really good. It's, it's really emotional.
0: Do you like romantic comedies, movies? Of course. Do you have a favorite rom com? How to lose? Is it the classic?
1: how to lose a guy in 10 days i don't know it was one of those amazing movies to watch one movie i took like my whole life to watch but now love is the devil wears prada (gasps) i am due for a rewatch. yeah everyone is always everyone is (laughs) all the time god that movie has everything it is so good and i think i watched it for the first time last year Hmm. which is like impressive i don't know how i did it that is really impressive wow yeah those are the top two
0: And your life has been okay so far. And I feel like you got through it to this point without watching The Devil Wears Prada. So now you must be thriving at a rate you never even knew existed. You're
1: so right, actually. Like, I think that's me and like most pop culture Mm. shows. I can get pretty far pretending like I understand the references people are making.
0: Have you resisted any really mainstream shows or movies that everybody else is watching?
1: What's that show that like, it's like zombies? Oh, The Last of Us? That I've definitely not watched, but Walking Uh, Dead.
0: Walking Dead. I never, I don't like zombie stuff.
1: Do you? No, I don't at all. And maybe I didn't have like the login at that time or something, but I was not at all even tempted to watch it. I mean, I just started Game of Thrones and I like, don't like telling people that. Just started.
0: Yeah. I'm okay with that. I don't judge you for that at all. It's a
1: big undertaking. It's a big undertaking and it's depressing. Mm -hmm. It's heavy. It's heavy. And all my friends know I'm watching it. I feel like they just, like, have this power over me. Yeah.
0: Oh, God. Because at any moment...
1: You like that person. Oh, interesting. Oh, just wait. Yep. Yeah. Are so you
0: good at keeping spoilers to yourself if you're the person that has
1: seen the show before? I'm getting worse. You're getting worse? How so? Yeah. Do you ever feel like you get this way? I don't know. I feel like I'm getting better at predicting what happens next. Okay. But then... I don't know. like So that's so then I just predict things. They're usually wrong. But then the second time I watch it, I feel like I'm predicting again. Sure. And then I just say it out loud as if like everyone in the room is in on the joke. Yep. So I'm getting worse because I feel like I just love the feeling of being right.
0: Oh, that's it's a good feeling. It's a it's good, a good feeling. feeling. That's great. I have a friend who doesn't outright spoil things for me, but she will be like, oh, just wait till you get to episode seven. And I'm like, shut up. Last night she texted me and she was like, oh, I loved that show. Like, I really relate to so-and-so's journey. I'm like, I know too much about your life. Do not tell me you relate to this like, I know journey. you're
1: gonna. I know you're going right. to end up happy now. Right, God, exactly.
0: I'm just like, we've been friends for 25 years. I know every part of your journey. Do not tell me you have a similar journey to this TV character. This is the same as telling me what happens on the
1: show. Lisa, you have a pretty broad definition of spoiler. Because I feel like my definition is like, oh, just don't tell me who dies. Like, I don't oh. care anything else. <laughs> I'm like, do not tell me the emotional undertones of their <laughs> character arc. I think it's like as long as you're upfront about that, that's a fine yes. thing. I am. Not that you didn't have permission. But I wanted it. And thank you for giving <laughs> it
0: to me. Okay, tell me this, Natasha. What is something that you're really good at that it would surprise most people to learn about
1: you? First thing that to mind, I'm really good at always seeing the other side of something. Ooh. It can be literally the stupidest thing. My friend could be like super upset with someone and I'll find like three reasons why that person is right in a devil's advocate way that would be kind of useful for my job, not talking about my job, but It doesn't come into play when it matters. Only when it doesn't matter am I really, really really good at seeing it. Yeah. I can't think of any examples, but. How do your friends react to that advocacy of the devil? (laughs) I'm both a shoulder, but I think I'm a shoulder that will be like, but, and and I think I've gotten feedback from a few friends that sometimes I just need to agree and not always bring in the potential, even like 2% chance that Hmm. this person moved to Antarctica. I don't know. I feel like I always will think of something.
0: Okay. So first of all, I love that someone gave you feedback. I think good friendships. It's okay to tell
1: each other things like that. Yeah. What do you think? My best friend will be like, do you want nice advice or do you want hard love advice? Mm. And I'll be pretty honest with that. When I ask for advice, I like being able to pick what kind I want.
0: That's a new thing. Some of my friends and I are doing with each other actually, which is, do you want comfort or advice?
1: Yes. What do you usually pick? That's
0: a good question. I actually really enjoy advice. Not because I will necessarily take it or let somebody else's input decide for me, oh, well, then if they said that, this is what I'll do. But because hearing their advice shares with me their perspective, and that is comforting to me. Hearing somebody else think through what I've been probably, if I'm already asking for advice, mulling over in my own head for hours. So at that point, I've like self-soothed. I'm like, okay, we've been comforted. What do I do?
1: Okay. I feel like I asked for advice in a different part of the freakout journey or the stress journey. Yes. It's early on. It just happened to me. I haven't processed. I'm working on not asking like 50 people around me. Yes. But I think when I ask for that, then I have to cater it to figure out who do I ask strategically for the advice
0: that I want. Oh, a hundred thousand (laughs) percent. I'm much better at that now, but well, I guess I should say I'm very aware when I'm doing it. Yeah. Like I have a friend who, if I want to indulge and buy something expensive, oh. I text a specific friend and I'm like, is this crazy? And he's like, no, that's why I texted him. I texted him. So someone would say, no, of course not.
1: I have a friend who I can text who will always validate me not walking somewhere. <laughs> like, <laughs> that one is so he'll specific. he'll always be it. like, oh my God, like. Always take the Uber. You <laughs> work so hard every day. He's like, it's all about the small little things you do to oh my make God. your life this is easier. Great, can I have this friend's number? I, I am, know. I'm going to need to text him for some advice soon. <laughs> I know. I'm like, that's, I mean, it, and it is honestly good advice. Like, maybe beyond the Uber yes. side is like small things you can do to make yourself like have an easier day. I was like, that's so true. I'll always use that as an excuse to like pay $20 for a salad that's or something great. like oh, that. Oh my God. Don't you just love to pay $20 for a salad? It's too There's much. There's nothing like it's it.
0: Too- what is the tiniest hill you're willing to die on? Something pretty inconsequential that you would really go to bat for.
1: Okay. This is something that I I think about all the time, which is I don't think croissants are good. And I want oh. people to agree with me. I feel strongly about <laughs> how croissants are always a letdown. Mm. Always. I'll stop there. Natasha, this is a beautiful hill. This is a hot, oh.
0: fresh out of the oven, flaky, it- buttery hill. Oh, no. <laughs> and I am so excited to unpack this with you. Okay. Let me ask you this. Could you estimate for me, McKinsey interview style, how many croissants you've had in your life? Probably had less than 20. You know what? That's more than I thought you were going to say. So okay. you've gone back to try again
1: and again. I always have a bite, one yeah. bite wonder. One bite wonder. <laughs> I'm like I'll always have something once, but yeah, I feel okay. like I always try because I don't want to miss out on this thing that people love. And so yeah, I. But always but you have started, at least started by saying I want everyone to agree with me, but it sounds like you just wish you also liked croissants. <laughs> you know what? You're right. you like the myself. I think it's like I think I'm so right. At the mm-hmm. same time, I always see the other side. You always see their side, yes. And so I'm like, I will try it. Please convince yeah. me. I think the closest I've gotten is I like the top of an almond croissant. The almond. Oh, the almonds. <laughs> That's the best I can do. Those are delicious, oh, yeah. Do you like
0: croissants? I do. I like croissants a lot.
1: Okay, what do you like about them?
0: Thank you for asking. Okay, so <laughs> croissants, there's a few pieces that I think make an excellent croissant. The rich, buttery flavor I find delightful. Mm-hmm. But what I really like is how dynamic the texture is. If it's a good croissant and it's fresh, you have that flaky, crispy top. The inside is nice and soft. I love it's that. both.
1: It's both. Don't you kind of, though? wish that there was, like, a slice of <laughs> cheese? a play devil's tea. advocate. <laughs> Do you feel like there's a slice of cheese or, like...
0: No, I love the simplicity of a croissant. Okay. Because okay. I think if you want something more complicated, those pastries are also there for you. They're your tarts, your turnovers, your muffins, your scones. I love a scone. I love a savory scone. I love, a savory, love scone. a savory scone. One of the most underrated pastries.
1: And they're not in enough coffee shops, like... No. No. But, you know, they're often also bad. <gasps> yeah, I don't know. I'm it's not... Tough. not it's tough. It's tough, but good feedback
0: to hear from you. Do you like pastries in general other than croissants?
1: Is a cookie a pastry? Would we say it is? Ooh.
0: My gut says no, but I don't know. I couldn't justify that.
1: Right? I mean, I think because it's it's too fun to be a pastry is my argument.
0: Yeah. I feel pastries are like very bread forward. I'm looking for a bread forward treat.
1: I'm not a bread forward pastry person. I used to work at a coffee shop that had espresso Ooh. brownies. Oh, I feel like it was just changing my life to see people get it at, like, 7 a.m. And, like, enjoy life. And I was like, you're right. You can have a brownie at 7 a.m.
0: I cannot have a brownie at 7 a.m. I will die. (laughs) That will be the end of my day. My day will start and end. Start at 7 a.m., end at about (laughs) 7.12. But there's espresso in it. I don't think that would help. I think I would be in a long slumber if I had a brownie at 7 a.m. Honestly, by watching it, even, I felt like I was, like, Partaking in it. How long did you work at a coffee shop? One year. One year. When was that?
1: The year before I graduated, basically. Mm. And a little bit after then. What was your favorite thing about working at the coffee shop? In movies growing up, you like kind of see the scene of like the barista knowing everyone yeah. in the shop. And I feel like I love the feeling of Anna walking in and getting like a Greek style with a wrap with like one olive. And I would just ah. say her order to her when she walked in. And I feel like I love stuff like that. That's so sweet. I don't know. I feel like I've always wanted to be a journalist my whole life so to mm. do something where people didn't know that I feel like I was in disguise as like this earnest oh that's cool. yeah very romantic time
0: first of all this has the makings of an excellent romantic comedy that's not it's by done. any chance how you met your boyfriend is it
1: no it was at a pregame oh no that's <laughs> no, sad I mean it's not as fun as <laughs> Not even a little. Lo- I didn't really hope to meet someone at the coffee shop. Okay. I won't lie Yes, I mean, I
0: feel that coffee shops have an extremely romantic vibe.
1: Yeah. The owners, they're married and they would like dance around oh my to gosh. music. Like they were in love. That's so so it was
0: love. There was love in the coffee shop. Okay.
1: Yeah. Hmm.
0: All right. It wasn't fertile grounds for Natasha's romantic comedy. That would come later at the pregame. <laughs> at the pregame
1: where I met my boyfriend. <laughs>
0: Oh man! Did they serve croissants at this coffee shop?
1: I couldn't tell you. We don't know. We we were known for our scones. Oh, wish they would come at like four a.m. and bake, and there would be these peach scones. And we were known for our espresso brownies. And there was, I think, nothing else other than that was known. Have you been to Paris?
0: I have. Did you have a croissant there?
1: I probably did.
0: Yeah, I probably didn't remember it because it was so average. Because it was so average. God damn, she got me. She got me. (laughs) She got me, folks. She got me good.
1: I won't like it.
0: Okay. Do you think you're done trying croissants?
1: No. No. So you're still going back. I'm still going back. (laughs) (laughs) If you made me me. a croissant, I would eat it. I would always try it. I feel like that's, maybe it's an issue, but I feel like I'll always have a bite of something as long as it doesn't have meat in it because I'm vegetarian. Sure, sure. But I will always pick into someone's food, even if. I have no reason to. Yeah. Okay. All right. I understand.
0: It doesn't interrupt our friendship at all for you to not like croissant. Like this doesn't bother me in the slightest. (laughs) I just am trying to understand why you keep trying the croissant. (laughs) That's what I am seeking to understand in this moment.
1: Would you feel better if I gave up trying croissants or would you rather See, I feel like there's something sad about that. They're sad about never having a croissant Mm. again. That's devastating to me, the idea of never
0: having a croissant again. Also, may I say we've made it at least Twenty mentions of the word croissant without ever once saying croissant. I know (laughs) how. I'm once again proud of us. Thank you. So proud. Very proud. I don't know. I guess giving up is more sad in a way. But I want you to stand your ground. Thank you. If you don't like croissants,
1: that's okay. I also am kind of happy I don't because I feel like I don't have opinions on a lot of things. Mm. So it's like fun to have an opinion that people disagree with. Like it's just a fun fact.
0: What's something people usually have an opinion on that you don't?
1: I feel like people are like, oh, this is the kind of alcohol you have to drink. Like this is the best Mm. X, Y, and Z. I don't know. I'm like, I'm a foodie who's kind of happy with a lot and I drink and I'm happy with a lot. So I feel like I don't have like a strong, I'm going to die on this hill about a lot of things. Around yeah. food, except food is the only thing that comes to mind.
0: What about um, people get really opinionated about their music choices? Do you have a lot of opinions on music? No,
1: hmm. nothing. No chip of my shoulder, no weird. Yeah. I mean, I love Taylor Swift. Sure, Unbothered same. by, oh, are you going to the concert?
0: Same. I'm okay. Here's the situation currently, I am not confirmed <laughs> attending a concert. <laughs> There are no tickets in my
1: account of any accounts,
0: but I am in my heart. I'm going.
1: That's what I'm doing. I just haven't
0: figured out how or where yet.
1: I almost are am ready going? to go to like a obscure location.
0: Okay, so my mom lives outside of Tampa,
1: where the tickets right. are
0: half the price of MetLife. And I think I'm gonna fly there to go.
1: Go. I, this, this is how every Taylor Swift person who does not have tickets yes. answers the question, which is like at the yes. moment no (laughs) physically no spiritually (laughs) maybe yes (laughs) spiritually yes I'm hopeful I have a theory that it's her last concert (gasps) I know what okay so hear me out hear me out oh please I would love to hear you out okay so the eras like why is she doing eras you don't celebrate your eras unless it's your last era and you're looking back Mm. at it otherwise she's not gonna do another tour where she's eras part two like this is her eras tour it's like This is it. You know, the clock strikes midnight. And I don't know if it keeps going after that.
0: Midnight is both an ending and a beginning.
1: That's true. Depending. Devil's advocate. We love that. is croissant. (laughs) is croissant in the distance.
0: (laughs) Okay. I think this is a viable argument. I also think this is maybe a marketing thing, though, because she released so many albums during the pandemic she wasn't able to tour that they had to wrap it all up with a bow
1: somehow. That I don't disagree with. I don't disagree with it. I mean, I also think she likes making money. Why would she stop if she could still go? Because she's still in her, I love writing so many songs all the time era. Yeah,
0: I saw something on Twitter from, I believe Nathan Hubbard that used an answer. Jack Antonoff, the producer of Midnight's and a collaborator of hers and also the front man for bleachers gave in an interview that in some way implied that they were working on a new Taylor Swift album. Oh my God. Okay. Just to give you a little hope.
1: Okay. Thank you. I needed that because I'm devastated at not hearing the songs that grew me up.
0: We have to go to these concerts, I oh, think, is what
1: God. has to happen. I'm even down to go alone. And I kind of wish I was a louder fan because I, you know someone in your network has an extra ticket and doesn't know what to do with it. We just yeah. going to be louder about it. Give them to us. Okay, we're putting it- <laughs> if you have tickets for me and natasha we're going
0: with you we'll
1: literally come we want to talk
0: we'll talk to each other quietly (laughs) and you can enjoy the concert in peace
1: we'll talk to you if you want if you want i mean i'll sing with you you like i I don't know well that's yeah that's unfortunately that's a part of the deal some people like get bothered if you don't love solar sets and i feel like i'm fine if you don't do you feel like you need to get people to join you no
0: not at all i also share that feeling of Feeling as though I don't have a lot of opinions on things that other people feel really strongly about. And I have sort of had a a weird relationship with that fact for a while. Me too. I'm like, should I have a stronger opinion on this? Because I don't care. Like, I know what I want. Yeah. But if you don't want that thing, that doesn't affect me.
1: Yes. You put put it perfectly. I feel feel like I'm easily convinced then if I don't have a strong opinion on something, someone can like make a good enough argument. I'll be like, okay working on that. (laughs) Maybe they're right. Yeah.
0: Okay, see the 20 bites of croissants is now making sense. (laughs) (laughs) Now I understand. I'm like... (laughs) Someone's like, no, but it's good. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) Like, try one bite. (laughs) And then roast them for the rest of the day. (laughs) I love it. God, now I really want to learn how to make croissants and see if you like it. Why? Why do I want that? Okay, it doesn't matter. Speaking of music, is there a song that whenever you hear it totally takes you back in time?
1: Yes. I think... Metamorphosis by Hilary Duff.
0: (laughs) Sorry, I needed a minute. I was like, I know that song, but why? Now you said Hilary Duff.
1: Where does it take you? Like my living room when I was probably like 12, I don't know how old I was. So 12 Mm. to 13 years old dancing. Yeah. I would just like dance to that song. It was so angsty. Like they do not make music that angsty anymore. Not to sound dramatic. I just, oh, that song brings me back
0: to that moment. What was it about that moment in time for you that made you relate to it?
1: I think it was something around being young, no one understanding you, like shedding your (laughs) wings or opening your wings or whatever. I don't know. Yes, I liked being like angsty and sad when I was younger, like so much, so many of us did. And I feel like that Mm -hmm. song really matches that vibe so well.
0: Absolutely. When did your angstiness start to fade or has it faded?
1: Oh, it has definitely faded pretty dramatically. Me too. I mean, I think it's the happier I've gotten in life.
0: There we go. Hell yeah. You're like, well, I watched this movie called The Devil Wears
1: Prada and suddenly... (laughs) It disappeared. I shut it off. I think Tumblr, like, weirdly played a role in, like, exacerbating my angstiness because you, like, found content that you could Uh share. I wasn't on Twitter. Twitter doesn't have as angsty content. So I think once I stopped using Tumblr, I just kind of settled down (laughs) a little bit. Sure. (laughs) Yeah, there's
0: a lot. Is reposting something on Tumblr, was it called retumbling?
1: I wish I could tell you. It should have been. That would be very cute. Retumbling. It like tumbles onto the screen and and then- Yes.
0: Oh, I wish. Oh, so cute. That's very sweet. So it took you back to a moment in time when you were an angsty teen, not so angsty anymore because you're happier now. Yeah, That's great. (laughs) I think Olivia Rodrigo is today's equivalent. Yeah. That's the angstiest poppy team music I've heard.
1: I've really liked her. Driver's License is the only song I could probably say the name of.
0: When I listened to that album, I've listened to the whole album, actually. Everyone was all about it. And I was like, what's the deal? Including Swift herself. Yeah, I have to know. And I listened to it and I thought, okay, I like that 16-year-olds today can hear this. But I, did, I was not like, oh, my new fave. Because I felt... So far removed from so many of those experiences and emotions. Driver's license? This is a song about getting (laughs) your driver's license? When you say it like that, I'm like, why did I relate to it? (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, give me a song about deciding between a 401k and a SEP IRA. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, give me a song with stakes that I can relate to. Also, I just realized you would never be deciding between those two things because, of course, a 401k is a work-funded plan and a SEP IRA is for self-employed people. Self-employed. I, of course, mean a 401k and a Roth IRA. I'm just saying, give me things that I, myself, in today can relate to. Just getting your driver's license is not one of them. Now
1: it makes me uncomfortable that I was listening to it <laughs> and, like, singing and being like, you're so right. I mean, I did feel the feeling of, like, I'm happy the younger people have it, yes. but yes. when you go home you probably resort back to your teenage self. And I think that's where I like to listen. To songs like this. I walk around my neighborhood. That's where I like feel it.
0: Sure. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Cause it's almost like you're visiting the past version of yourself. Yeah,
1: totally. Like yeah. I walk the same walk when mm-hmm. I didn't have a car. So I, I feel like I, I indulge myself in that way when I'm home. That's very sweet. You said suburban New Jersey. So were you able to walk
0: around a lot or did you have to drive?
1: I was able to walk around a lot. I can drive, but not well or on highways. Mm-hmm. So I still oh, sure. need to walk
0: a lot. <laughs> sure.
1: Yeah. I grew up with all my friends, maybe at max a four-minute walk away.
0: Oh, that's the dream. It was so Do fun. you think they were your friends because they were a four-minute walk away, or did you pick the friends, and then it was convenient?
1: No, for sure was the former. Proximity. Proximity. I have, like, yeah. two of them left in my life, but I'm happy with those two. Like, they're great. Whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, Let the record show. The two that remain are great. They're fantastic, and I will attribute part of, like, my, like, happiness towards my childhood as it was my house, and then everyone else's house was shared a backyard. All my friends were in the backyard and I was afar and I have to like make the four minute walk. And I think having that separation, I think has made me not bitter about it because otherwise it's kind of sad to lose a lot of friends from each other.
0: Yeah. You were already a little separate. I
1: was already a little separate.
0: Natasha, I have a two part question for you. Okay. The first part is who would play you in a movie about your life? And the second part is what chapter of your life would make the most compelling movie plot?
1: Did you watch the most recent season of Bridgerton? No. Oh, okay. Well, that's really adorable. The little sister, second season, her name's Trithra. She's adorable. And that's part of the reason I picked her. It's like, you're just (laughs) killing it. You're so cute. And I feel like you very emotive eyes. And I feel like I have emotive eyes. I feel like she would do a great job reflecting my angst. (gasps) Specifically. And so
0: reflecting the angst, does this mean that the movie plot is going to be in your youth? What do you think?
1: I'm trying to think of the most dramatic period of my life. And it was probably like, it starts with like my last six months in the coffee shop to my first six months in san francisco Ooh, cool yeah okay very transitional time and that's like the only thing i can think of is i went through a breakup my first month of oh, living no. in sf but it was like really dramatically fun to then reinvent be a Ooh, yes girl for yes. forever and oh, love to be a yes girl i'm not like that at all anymore and i'm fine with it but no? it's fun to like i don't know it's fun to look back on being like always being down to do anything down girl
0: Yes, yes, absolutely. Okay. And so you said the most dramatic period. Does that mean this movie, you'd like it to be a drama?
1: For sure. For sure, it needs to be a drama. Like, okay. I don't watch stuff if it's not dramatic. It's all about the tension.
0: Really? Okay. So, what's the tone of the movie? What would the soundtrack be?
1: I'm like, I feel like I would want the soundtrack to be the songs that I listen to, and I actually have a playlist. Oh my god! Of every like of the songs I listened to during that period of my life, unintentionally, yes. like I didn't know that it was going to be an important part of my life. I know what you mean. But I named it like "Self Love Summer," and it's twenty Aww. songs. And it's like I feel like whenever I like listened to them on my run the other day, and I was like, "Why am I like tearing up over?" I know exactly what you mean. Oh yeah, my god! Course. Do you do you feel like this happens to you too? I mean, I'm like yeah, weird, weird.
0: I have. I have like a couple specific songs. It's not as much with playlists, but I have a couple songs where I feel so instantly transported back to the moment when I was playing them. And I have a song, it's Coffee by Sylvan Esso. Oh. You know that song? No, I don't. Oh my god. It is it 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 is taken on a quality to it that goes beyond music for me. When I hear that song, I am so oh. instantly transported back to my move from New York to San Francisco, which is a move that nobody who has ever met me thought would ever happen, myself included. Yeah. It's a huge surprise that I was willing to do that. I'm so glad that I did. I would walk around New York the last two weeks. I was trying to get all my stuff sorted, you know, get rid of things and sell things and whatever, pack my whole life up. And I was just listening to the song, like, what is about to happen? what is about to happen? I don't know.
1: It's scary how music can do that. Mm -hmm. And especially if you're like me, where you're like not like defending music or are like obsessed with it. Like I feel like some songs like spike out and like Mm -hmm. really end up being much more than a song. That's so beautiful that you did that.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I'm, I really was ahead of my time. I know. So wise, so beautiful. No,
1: but honestly, like, I don't think in the, I mean, and it's like, I wish I could do this where I could like preempt a big moment in my life and just like, make, Oh yes. Do, I, yes, exactly. <laughs> That's like when people get manicures cause they think they're going to get proposed to I, yes. if you could do. Yes, <laughs> exactly. We, I even tried. You I actually tried recently to like really? make a song relevant and it, it doesn't do anything. <laughs>
0: That's great.
1: What song was it? It was Bad Bunny's new album, At Large.
0: Okay, you were just like, here we go. This era of my life. This is my Bad Bunny beginning of 2023. Yeah, Q one, Q one is Bad Bunny quarter. Let's right, go, exactly. BBQ baby,
1: exactly. And and here I am. Sad to report, no. literally brings up nothing in me. Like it has no impact. <laughs> I don't even like bob to it. I just skip Not by a it. Emotion, so I think no. it's like more of the things you can't force. That's why I think it's pretty when it happens.
0: Huh? Killed it. Interesting. I'm sure you'll give it a try 20
1: more times, <laughs> and then you can give. up. <laughs> Should I be a 20 bite wonder? And like now, yes, I'm never gonna yes. get a croissant
0: after this <laughs> That's show. It. 20 bites and done. It. 20 is where I draw the line. And now, and now I'm done. <laughs> Natasha, we're gonna take a quick break, and then we'll be right back.
1: Okay. Sounds good.
0: This episode of Non-Technical is still brought to you by me. You've heard of self-love, self-compassion, and self-care, but have you heard of self-sponsorship? If you can't sponsor yourself, how in the hell are you gonna get sponsored by somebody else, right? I think that's what RuPaul was talking about. Anyway, you can sign up for my email list at bitly/hellofromalexis to stay tuned for upcoming stand-up shows and other exciting announcements. That's b i t . l y hellofromalexis. And we're back with Natasha Mascarenas, senior reporter at TechCrunch and podcaster on Equity. Natasha, we've arrived. We've arrived at a very exciting moment in this episode of Non-Technical. Are you ready? Oh my gosh, I hope so. I believe in you. And I believe that you are ready for the lightning round. Woo, Let's go. Woo. Let's do it. First question for you, coffee or tea? Coffee, coffee, coffee. Coffee, amazing. I believe you had an espresso today. I'm newly on my espresso journey. <gasps> wow what
1: prompted the journey because I'm really trying to get a Breville but I can't get myself to buy it unless I'm obsessed with espresso so I'm trying to like okay. on ramp into it just so I can buy it mm-hmm. Counter-intuitive, okay but. this
0: is big trying to make a playlist <laughs> 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 yeah. So that it becomes meaningful in your life, vibes. So you're waiting. It sounds like because a Breville's like that's a serious piece of equipment. Yeah, it's that's a like an, a, an expensive, somewhat large appliance that'll live in your kitchen. Exactly. And I, okay. I don't have a good kitchen. It's gonna have to replace mm. the instant pot or something. Okay, so the stakes are high. The
1: stakes are high. So
0: you want to be really into espresso. I think you know it will
1: make you ultimately enjoy it a lot more. Yes, and I I, I do love it. Like it's not hard to like it. I just never go for yeah. it. But I'm going for it more and more. And I really I used to be anti-Americano and I'm pro Americano. Wow. Now.
0: I'm happy for you. Oh, Why were you anti-Americano? Something
1: gross about making them, just watering down a beautiful shot of espresso.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, what was the point? Something gross about making them is an amazing answer. <laughs> it's something gross, but I agree actually. I don't like thinking about it, but in Europe it is basically the only way to get a drip coffee. Right? Yeah. When, when I was in Scotland.
1: That's what started it for me. I was in Europe this summer, mm. in Italy, like everyone else in the world. Yes. Literally everyone I've ever met was in Italy this summer. I didn't even me. know. I'm so happy I didn't yeah. run into anyone. I would have been so mad. Because you were too busy disassociating. Yes, exactly. Uh, but it was literally going crazy without the drip coffee and said Americanos yes. got me there finally. Okay.
0: It's okay. I don't like thinking about the water. Sorry to do that. but No, no. I agree. I'm I'm sharing this as well. I agree. What is your typical coffee order?
1: Typical coffee order is an iced coffee with a splash of any seasonal syrup that the coffee shop has and a splash, the tiniest splash, a spritz even, of almond milk. (gasps) That is a fabulous order. Has that always been your order? No, I used to be like a venti cold brew girl. When did the holiday seasonal spirit enter your life? I think recently, like, first of all, I don't think I like cold brew that much. I think I like iced coffee.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know, I actually do understand what you're saying. I used to drink two cold brews a day. Oh, my God. Yeah, something was wrong with me, I think. I know something was wrong with me because I was drinking two cold brews a day, but I was doing it because it was a way for me to get out of my office in New York.
1: Oh, uh, I feel like it tells you a lot about someone which where they get their cold brew from, too. Was it like a blue bottle cold brew?
0: Oh, no, this was in New York. Oh. Before there were many blue bottles here, this is at a fabulous... Fabulous coffee shop. Highly recommend. There are several of them now, though this is the first one. Seven grams.
1: Okay. Cafe.
0: The coffee is excellent. But what I would do to it is almost unspeakable. I would (laughs) have a cold brew and then I would put heavy cream and sugar packets. Like the natural sugar packets. Or sometimes I would do heavy cream and simple syrup.
1: Have a little dessert. (laughs) Have myself a little treat. Okay. I almost am more pro that than... The sugar granules because that doesn't even melt. I liked that. <laughs> you're you're into it. It was a dark time. I was
0: into <laughs> and this. I did two times per day. There's a lot of money being spent on this at a time in my life where I should not have been spending no. that much money on that.
1: That's so funny.
0: But now I drink all my coffee black. So it's really it's been a journey. I've also had a coffee journey.
1: Do you feel like you've convinced yourself to like black coffee, or do you think yes? It's natu- okay.
0: No, that is literally what happened. One day I was holding the heavy cream in one hand, the simple syrup in the other hand. And I was like, something has to change. (laughs) (laughs) And so what I did was I slow stepped down. So I would do a little bit of sugar and then I moved from cream to whole milk. And then I moved from whole milk to skim milk and then just a little skim milk. And then I started taking it black and I drink all my
1: coffee black. Congratulations. That's a hard place to get to. Thank you. I'm like one pump away from that. Live your truth. Stay
0: where you are. Enjoy enjoy your moment. I got to. You can always come to my side whenever. It's always here for you. Black coffee will always be here for you.
1: It's real. I mean, I also think like my mom grew up on like drinking a lot of chai, which is yay, Mm. chai is so good. And I just can't make it. So I'm like, what's the closest thing that has like some spice to it? That makes me feel like I've not completely abandoned my culture.
0: Yes, yeah. Just
1: a little bit of cardamom syrup.
0: Just a little cardamom syrup. In my coffee. It
1: sounds delicious. It's really good.
0: Do you have a favorite board game?
1: I do. It's called Wingspan.
0: You're not the first person to say Wingspan. No way. Yeah. My friend Ben is going to be very pleased. He keeps trying to get me to play it. Oh my God. <laughs> ben, wherever you are,
1: I, 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 you should do, succeed in doing this and I would join you, but I have no yes. reason to. No. <laughs> It's, oh so good. it's so, so good oh my
0: god you like it do you like birds
1: so that's the funny part is i don't like birds at all i hate birds oh you hate birds yeah anti-bird they're not real okay that's what i heard on i read that on the internet somewhere. yeah no I, I i don't like birds <laughs> but it's the the board game is made by like one of the few female board game makers out I there know. that the art's beautiful and i think it's one of those games that like i like waking up to like i don't know i feel like i'm not a morning hmm. game morning game player but i the first time I played it was in the morning, and now I associate it with morning.
0: Morning game lifestyle is an elite lifestyle. Yeah. What, what, what were the circumstances where you were able to wake up and play a board game?
1: It was my boyfriend's birthday, which is actually tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh.
0: Happy early birthday. Woo-hoo.
1: But he's a big board game person, and we were just in Chicago for the weekend and in an Airbnb, and it was too snowy. So we just flipped out the board oh, game.
0: That is so cute. It, uh, it totally cancels out the fact that you met at a pregame.
1: Yep. Yeah, thank you. We've, we've been doing so much. <laughs> Ever since
0: then. Okay. I think you're doing a great job. I didn't know all that about Wingspan. I do think it's hilarious that when people try to tell me Wingspan is a great game, they're like, it's so beautiful. I'm like, I don't think you know why I play games. <laughs> do you know
1: Bonanza? Bonanza? No. Oh, it's like such an argument game. I mean, I, that's your vibe. That's what I imagine you said if you don't want a beautiful game.
0: No, no. I, I'm happy to experience a beautiful game, but I've never picked a board game based on how beautiful it looked. I'm not like... You know who's an attractive gent?
1: Mr. Monopoly.
0: Let's break <laughs> that out. <laughs> you know? Yeah,
1: you're not going for the aestheticness. That's fair. No, I
0: really am not. And maybe Wingspan will turn this around for me. I'll keep you posted. Please Truly, do. Ben is
1: going to be very happy. Do you have a pump up song? I do. Um, it's an Indian song. Oh, what is it? Yes. It's called Bidgely Um oh, It's a Punjabi an song. And I will, I'll send it to you. But it's like, please. The best first song you should play when you're going for a run. You're just like, okay. Oh, I need that song. That's yeah. what I need in my life. It's so good. Natasha,
0: this is my last question. Oh my God. It's very sad. I know. It's very sad. Tell me this. What would you title your memoir?
1: Okay. It would be not to have too much alignment in my personal brand, but I think it would actually be called (laughs) too wordy.
0: (laughs) I love that. What's wrong with that? Too much alignment.
1: Yeah. Too like, I already have something that's called that.
0: It would be like if I named mine non-technical.
1: Right. But like, whatever. But I could. (laughs) I remember that was, like, one of the first, like, insults I ever got from, like, someone was, like, oh, my God. Who like said
0: that to you? You don't have to say their name. You can text it to me later.
1: <laughs> someone, like, compared me to, like, and I hate this for so many reasons, and this is probably making the show longer than you probably wanted to, but someone, like, compared me to Mindy Kaling. I already have issues with this. Yes. And was just, like, oh, like, you're, like, Mindy Kaling, and I was, like, why? Because I'm just, like, a brown girl, and they're, like, because you're, yeah. like, too wordy oh my god oh my god they were just basing off of her character also get that edit a lot in my stories it's like we can take Mm -hmm. out these extra words i feel like that's the two words that i think of when i think of my future I think you should absolutely
0: name it too wordy. I think that's a great thing to be. Is too wordy. It's a book. There are words in it. That's why we're reading the book.
1: Thank you. I agree. Yes. I have a big like. Use an insult and then turn it into yourself, you, and oh, complete yeah. to it.
0: Hundred percent. Yeah, I support you unequivocally on this, and I will buy the book and and read it, but only if you sign it for me. Obviously, that's my one rule about all books. Hundred uh, percent. You have to buy it for me, oh. as we
1: discussed. <laughs> so I'll recommend it. I'll recommend it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Natasha this has been so fun thank you for coming on non-technical oh my
1: god thank you for having me I'm, I'm happy I can talk about things other than work I didn't know if I could you did and
0: you were not boring for even a second I loved every minute of it I'm sure more people want to know more about you where can they find you on the internet
1: you can find me on twitter at nmask underscore or on instagram I'm doing that more these days Natasha the reporter and you don't want to plug your tiktok not even a little actually i deleted tiktok i deleted oh my TikTok. god
0: i know i'm like right behind you um i have truly <laughs> i have some thoughts that we will discuss off the air natasha you, okay thank you so much and you can find me at yayalexisgay and at non pod on twitter instagram and tiktok for now so check that out while you still can one more time thank you so much for coming on the show
1: this was amazing thank you so much alexis